and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober, encouraging believers to stand on the Word of God, and motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. The truth is God's word, and the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. Praise God. So right there in Hebrews 4.12, we see that God's word cuts through all the Malarkey, as they say. God's word cuts through even to between your soul, your spirit, your physical. Affects that. And affects and discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart. So God's word is powerful. Amen. God's word is alive. That's why we believe in declaring God's word. That's why Truth Dealer Radio is about bringing God's Word out into the forefront. If you're not reading God's Word, I would encourage you, get into the Word of God every day. Uh, there's Proverbs, there's 31 Proverbs, one a day some people read. Most months there's 31 days or some with 30, so you could double up on a first or last day or something. And It's a schedule, that's like a devotional that some people do, it helps them to keep on track but there's many other ways. There's plenty of time. There's there's Blue Letter Bible app that's free. You can get that and pop that open and do a little study, you know, here and there when you're waiting or doing something else. There's a lot of time in the day. Amen. So there's really no excuse for any of us, myself included, and I'm just saying, just another encouragement to stay in God's Word, okay? And that's what helps us with accomplishing what we're talking about today. Today I'm talking about put off the old man. Can't do that without God's word. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And once we are saved, once we are converted by God's grace, through the power of the Holy Spirit, God given us Faith to believe in Jesus Christ, God given us the grace, the power to repent and walk in the faith. You know, um, after you're saved, you got to put off the old man every day. And the Word of God is what helps us with that. The sword of the Spirit. It's a battle every day. We talk about it. You can't fight in a battle with no armor, the armor of God. You can't fight in a battle with no offense. And the word of God, Christ himself, went before us. The Lord, the battle belongs to the Lord, you know, and he goes before us and his word is clear on everything. So there's always an answer in God's word. 
There's always a way. God makes a way for us to escape when there's temptation. And so many different ways that God's word is the answer to everything in our Christian walk. So put off the old man. I'm just going to get into the scripture here. Romans chapter 6, verse 6 through 15. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. And just as a quick review, you know, what is he talking about? He's talking about that before we're saved, we're dead in our sins, Ephesians chapter 2 says. Before we're saved, we're spiritually dead. We're separated from God. That's why Jesus said you need to be born again. Everyone. He's the only one who didn't need to be born again. He was holy and sinless, the eternally begotten Son of God. We need to be made a child of God. When we're born again, you are adopted in, you're accepted in. We're made a child of God, amen. We're all created in God's image, but we're born sinners. We're sinners. After our sin nature, that is a human condition, carnal fleshly. Okay. We all break the 10 commandments. That's why it's so important that Jesus came and gave himself on the cross for us. He didn't do it for fun, for no reason. We all needed to be saved. We all need a savior. He is the savior of the world. He came and paid for our sins on the cross. He died on the cross. Okay. For our sins as a, as a payment, a complete total payment he was buried, and on the third day, he rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures, okay? So that's what this is talking about, the old man. It's talking about our old ways, our sinful old self, our old habits, our old, our old man. That's what it means. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace." What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. So there's so much in that passage there. So much instruction and truth. Um, one of the things I'm just seeing that I want to mention is it's not just about resisting, you know, submit to God and resist the devil. He will flee, you know, and it's not just about what you're not supposed to do. It's saying that we're dead to sin, so we're gonna we're not gonna walk, we're not gonna yield our members, our bodies, 
our flesh to serving sin, to doing things with our life that are sinful, wasting, because that's the wages of sin is death, and we're going to waste what God has given us. It's telling you the positive aspect of that is, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. So we're supposed to actively serve one another and serve God, according to this and a lot of other places in the Bible. You're not supposed to just float in the limbo zone and expect to grow. The devil will keep tricking you and pulling you down. If you're sitting around wasting time or just serving yourself, that's sinful. You got to find a way to serve others, serve God, serve others in the name of God, do things for others in the name of Jesus, or find a way, a ministry, a way to kick it in, to high gear for God. Time is short, amen? When we get back, I'm going to try to use the rest of this time, get through the rest of this message on Truth Dealer Radio. Be right back. Truth Dealer Radio is listener-supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Since 2016, KJV Prepper has been providing quality, original Christian apparel and gear that will witness to non-believers and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original and all apparel is printed here at the KJV Prepper Workshop in beautiful upstate New York. Visit kjvprepper.com for effective Christian apparel, worn to worn. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God, for he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen. Again, we are given a ministry. We are given a job to do. It's more than just trying to not do something bad. We have a mission. The closer we are, if we have the mind of Christ anyway, we're going to be wanting to share the gospel somehow, some way. And it's really important because when you're idle hands, if you're, if you're not doing something like that or finding a way, like I said, even if it's so-called earthly things, but you're doing them in your heart to help others for Christ and you're prayerfully bringing that before the Lord and you're, you're meaningfully doing that, that's not idle, okay? But when you're kind of just serving yourself and thinking up things to do, this and that, that have really nothing to do with God, with your talents, someone else is going to use that, and it's not going to be God. 
because it doesn't come from God. It just comes from your old man. Ephesians 4, 21 through 25. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And all these instructions, we can't do this without being saved, right? The old man, lost people are just dead. And the old man is who's going to go to the grave and he's going to be raised up at the second death and be cast into the lake of fire. So the old man is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. So anything that you're doing that's just kind of um, not being directed by the word of God or by the Holy Spirit, really is it's corrupt and it's coming from the old man's deceitful. And the fruit will not be good for you or for others. You can lead others astray too, which you will be judged for. Colossians 3, 8 through 17 But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication, out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, Barbarian, Scythian, bond, nor free. But Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Praise God. So, again, no matter what you do, if you can't do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, mm, step it back and really think about what you're doing. Really, you know, really. It really needs to be prayed over. 1 Corinthians 5, 7-8 through 8 says, Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Praise God, we got to purge out the old leaven. 
okay? And again, we're supposed to offer ourselves a living sacrifice. Romans 12, 1 through 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Praise God. And we know that takes place by the word of God also. Ephesians 5, 25 through 26 through 27, really, husbands love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Praise God. So our deeds, our thoughts, and our deeds are all supposed to line up with God's will and God's orders, if you will, for our life individually. And that's something that you need to be in the Word of God and in prayer to find out. Lightning's not going to strike you in the face like Saul, probably, and have an um, angel or have Jesus come and say, this is what I want you to do. It's not quite going to happen like that, but you have to be in the Word of God and be in prayer, asking Him, and you have to be willing to listen. We have to be willing to listen, I should say. All of us need to be willing to have that relationship. Okay, it's like with people. How would it be if you were just constantly talking to somebody and you never listened to that person or when they did try to tell you something, you never did it, you never heard it, you never listened to it, you ignored it? That's not right. God is worthy. Hebrews 9, 26 through 28. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Praise God. So Jesus put away sin when he sacrificed himself on the cross. That's why when we started out reading in Romans, it was saying that our old man is crucified with Christ. In order to be raised with Christ, we need to take up our cross. We need to let the old man die. We need to actually crucify that old man and be willing to follow Christ and walk in the spirit, not walk in the flesh. Galatians 5.16 says, This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. And again, remember, this isn't just a little bit this against that, like a sports team. You're talking about the difference between death and life. 
The flesh represents the wages of sin is death. Carnal mind is at enmity with God. The spirit, the words that Jesus spake unto us, that he speaks in the word of God, this, the Holy Spirit is life. Okay, Jesus Christ is life. So this is, this is a serious difference right here. Amen. Romans seven fifteen through 25. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that I do not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. I find then a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. Amen. What is being talked about right there is this war, this battle between the old man, the the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, okay, and the new man, which is renewed in the spirit of your mind, which is following, walking in the spirit. So in your mind, you want to serve God. Along comes the old man trying to take you back, your flesh, okay? And this is the battle that we talk about as Christians on a daily basis. That's why it says, you know, we stand in a spiritual battle every day. And if you're saved, you understand that. So again, just to encourage you, we have the answer. We have Jesus Christ gives us the power to follow him. We don't do it in our own power, all right? Because Ephesians 2, 1 and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Continuing on, wherein in times past ye walked according to the course of this world. Now this is describing the old man. You walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Okay, that's the spirit of Antichrist that's at work in the world. Among whom... Also, we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who was rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved." and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. 
that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Amen. So there's so much there that ties in. It's a good verse to end with because it, it ties in with the entire things we read. Walking in the Spirit. Walk therein, okay? And just to be understood 100%, this is all God's work, okay? God judges the heart. So when I say to put off the old man and, you know, if I use the word repent or I'm talking about putting away these old things, old ways, old habits, old sins, and, and walk in the Spirit. It's a daily thing to obey God like that. But it's it begins in your heart, okay? And only God can give us a new heart. And that's the whole point, what we just read. And it's interesting how it says, God hath quickened us, we who were dead in our sins, he hath quickened us. And we started off by talking about the word and how important the word is. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Okay, and so quick means alive. So you need that living word to be born again. You got to have that spark of life. And as we continue to walk in the spirit, as we walk with the Lord, following the Lord, walk in the light, you have to walk according to the living word in order to be on the narrow road that leads to life. Okay, so it all starts in the heart. When you get off the path, when you get off and you start fooling around with the old man and you, you fall, just go back to God and simply ask him, simply confess your sins to him and say, I need to start over. I need to pick up today where I left off walking with you and I need to just ask just ask his mercy he's there right he's there he already knows he already knows everything past present and future and that's all we can do and support one another be kind be tender hearted be forgiving of one another and understand each other's struggles and don't look down on people when they struggle okay try to help the people that struggle and one day you might be struggling with something but give it to God, whatever it is. He's there. He's waiting for you. And he's the only one who can help you walk, put off the old man and walk according to be renewed in our mind, to be to be faithful and righteous in all our ways and all our deeds. Okay, so follow Christ. And these days are getting worse. So I just wanted to encourage you today to help you keep going. All right. We all need encouragement these days. And we also need to be warned to watch out. And if we get off the path, just get back with God. Leave the old man behind. Let the dead bury their dead. Leave the old man on the cross and follow Christ. He's risen, okay? He's alive. And he's our king. And he's worthy. So praise God. Thank you guys all for listening. I love you all. And I hope you tune in again next time. Be strong. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus.
some folks out there just might be listening.